Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike, got Matt with me, and we are going to get right into it. It's July 1st, Tampa is up two games to nothing. Taves has a return statement. Keith is working on a trade. Duncan Keith is working on a trade out of Chicago. Uh, that's what the rumors are. Blackhawks have lots of cap space. Uh, Adam Fox wins the Norris Trophy. Fleury wins the Vezina. And McDavid wins the MVP, which was, I think he was the second or third time unanimous um, unanimous votes for MVP. So, But let's start off with Tampa and Montreal. Matt, what do you see going on in the series, man? Uh, well, game two was a lot better for the Canadians. Right. I thought it was a great game. They were actually well-deserving to win that game. But yeah. uh, that last uh, second goal in the second period, those last-minute goals and periods or first-minute goals at the beginning always come back and kill you, and that's that's what happened. And, uh, and I noticed that the Canadians have not beaten Vasilevsky clean. It, both goals that they have on him this series have deflected mm. off a player or their own player. So they still haven't beaten him clean yet. So they got to wow. get one by him clean. Yeah, they got to start scoring goals on him because, uh, you know, Vasilevsky is just, I mean, especially considering the team that's in front of him, he's just a really strong goaltender as well. And Carey Price doesn't have that. Yeah, uh, that last goal, that last second goal, I thought Price played the puck well he played the shooter a little too uh he challenged the shooter a little too much and it it was you know it was a quicker he had to get over quicker and uh he just he couldn't do it and that just it was a back breaking goal for them yeah yeah and they need to start uh, putting up more than two goals a game as well yeah yeah you got to help your goalie out you got to get some you know you got to get some scoring from you know, your all your lines. You gotta have. You gotta. Corey Perry was a big factor in the last series, and uh, they can't depend on this uh, Suzuki guy. I mean, he's been playing great, but I mean, they just they need help. Yeah, yeah, they do. So moving on, big news: Taves made a statement. He's coming back next season. He had chronic immune, uh, I think, response disorder. That's what that's what he was he was saying. I never heard of it, but um, apparently with all the stress that he's put on his body over the years, his body just said that's enough and, uh, and started turning on him and he needed time off to, uh, to get his, to get himself right. And I'm glad that I'm glad that he did. And, uh, it was good to see, it was good to see on Twitter, you know, him skating around and, and joking around with some guys that are, that are still in Chicago practicing and stuff. And, um, we're, we're definitely going to need him next season. Yeah, it was great to see him uh, skating, and even just just great to see him. Period. Uh, yeah, he looks uh, he looks healthy. You know, he looks like a little. You know, I don't know. Like his eyes seemed like you know he was probably stressing, but it was uh, great news for the Hawks because you know lately it's been bad news. Yeah, so I'm glad he's glad he's committed <laughs> to coming back. <laughs> I guess it's pretty uh, pretty convenient. You know, they're like, hey, yeah, can you come back and, and give us a little good news? Yeah, so that's what I said yesterday. I, uh, uh, one of uh, one of our followers said, uh, "Just when uh, you know Bowman thinks he can get out of the fire, announcing uh, Taves is coming back, 
Duncan Keith says he wants out, so he's right back in the fire again. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. kidding. And that actually brings us up on our on our next topic is Duncan Keith. And you know what? I don't think that this is a I want out of Chicago type of a thing. I think this is a, you know what? Um, I want to be closer to my family yeah. uh, because his family is all on that side of the uh, of the country. Uh, you know, in that I think they're in uh, what British Columbia. Yeah, I think somewhere around that uh, the west coast, right? Of and Canada, his, yeah. And his kid is unfortunately he got divorced a few years back, and his kid I believe lives with his mom in in Canada. Mm-hmm. So he wants to be closer to his kid. His kid's getting older, and you know that's pretty understandable. And I think that that's great that the Blackhawks are willing to work with him to, uh, you know, to, to let him play out maybe his final two years. Um, and, and be able to to be there for his kid as much as he can as well, but uh, man, it's 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 a it's a tough pill to swallow, man. Especially with Seabrook retiring last year, Crow retiring last year, uh, all that we're gonna have left, man, is is Taves and Kane. I know that those are the last, uh, you know, last men standing, and they're the old from, guard. Yeah, I mean it's it's an end of an era coming yeah. up, and uh, it's sad. Yeah. So ho- hopefully we get Hammer back and you know make, <laughs> get that uh, inside. That, well, yeah. If you can, see, he, I guess he's like he's not part of the the you know the three, but two is you know getting sod back would be good. Actually, you know when we were talking about the last couple podcasts, man, we were talking about how we wanted Seth Jones instead of Dougie Hamilton. And to be honest with you, um, with this news of Duncan Keith, maybe Dougie Hamilton would be would be a good fit now. Uh, if I, I mean, if I had to pick one, I would still go with Jones, but I mean, I'm not going to not, I'm not going to be like upset if they're out trying to get a guy and spending a little money. But like I said, I, I, we know what Dougie Hamilton can do. He could put points up and that's nice and everything, but we need to prevent goals too. Right. So I, I think Jones fits that category better. Yeah, he does. And would you would you rather take an opportunity of of Ian Mitchell or Bowden or or even Stillman getting, um, d- you know, dedicated ice time each night than picking up a Dougie Hamilton? Uh, well, if we didn't get Jones, I, I mean, just say I'd want to get I'd want to I'd want to make a splash, but I think uh, I think Stillman has the potential to be a like a stay at home guy and like. Maybe like an Eric Johnson when he was starting out, he kind of reminds me of um, I we you know or even that uh, Wyatt uh, Kalanuk. Yeah, I think he would kind of fit that uh, you know two way guy. But uh, like I said, I'd still rather have a one dimensional Brent Sopel, uh, Nick Jarmelson, Johnny Oduya type of guy because they're so important and they're you know what they're almost extinct. They're, they want these new guys coming in to play both ways. It's so fast now, the game. And these guys like Brent Sopel, I don't think Brent Sopel would survive in this league today. And that was just 10 years ago, right? Yeah, I think, uh, actually, I think I, I would honestly label, label Johnny Oduya as a two-way as a two-way defenseman. He seemed to have some offensive upside, and he had a pretty decent ability of, of uh, bringing the puck up. Uh, I mean... Maybe the second time he was here, his uh, second stink, I guess you could call it. Uh, you know, they they didn't want him to be like that. They wanted him to compliment uh, Hammer. 
you know, those two are just smart. They block shots. They make a good pass to get it out of the zone. And that's all we asked from them. And it worked out great. Yeah. Yeah, it did. But I'm, I, what I mean is in a perfect world, if we were able to land Seth Jones, yeah, uh, would you be okay with, you know, Ian Mitchell, Bowden or, or Stillman getting, or even like you mentioned, Kalanick getting um, dedicated ice time every night? Oh yeah. I, yeah, I think these guys can learn a lot off Jones. And I think, uh, I mean, I think if we did get Jones, we're probably going to lose uh, Zadorov or even Murphy, maybe. Yeah. So you're going to have to rely on these young guys to, and you're going to pray that they can develop faster than they're expected to. I would rather protect Tillman, I mean, uh, Tillman, Stillman, Stillman. than, um, than Zadorov. Yeah, same, same. You know what? And he doesn't have a contract right right now. So, and if from the reports he wants five million, which is let him go. (laughs) You know, don't. I agree, one hundred percent. Just it's not worth it. Don't. I I think Stillman just. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. I just think that Stillman has a larger upside than than Zadarov. Well, for his money too, he's barely making a mill for three years. That's a great deal. That's a great cap deal for the Hawks and we know what he can do and he need he needs time and I, I, I really like that from Bowman and I not a Bowman guy at all but that was a smart signing and a smart trade to get him. Yeah, I I, I think so too. I give Bowman mm-hmm. credit for that. Let's move on to the Hawks cap space, man, because uh yeah it's been a really long it, especially if they're able to trade Keith, it's been a really <laughs> long time, man, since they've had this kind of cap space. And so what are we looking at? 30 million uh, close or 26 you know what? i should have kept that uh that oh, link yeah. that you sent me man you know what? let me find it hold on one second you know what i i think i got it it's um you know what too we're still paying guys that have been traded like we've been taking on like a um you know like we'll take on a million uh a million dollar part of his uh contract in all so, honesty I don't even have a problem with it because just as long as no, it doesn't no. hurt the cap. Yeah, I, I I remember that was off Hockey Buzz. Yeah, I'm oh, I have it right here. Okay, so okay, we are at 19 million. So that's with Keith, it's oh. five. So we're looking at 24 million. Yeah, maybe but 25. Add, but take away Taves, so that's 14. Oh, that's right. Taves, is, Taves is 10.5 is back. Okay, that's that's right. Unless they. Okay, yes, Taves is not Taves is not on this list. That's why. Yes, because he's on long-term IR. Oh, okay. So then if that's if that's the case then if they have yeah, 19, if they yeah. get rid of uh that would be 24 million. Is that, so 14, oh, right? Yeah, and and actually Zadarov is on here as well. So if you add him on there, that would be 27 million. If we don't sign him, Taves comes back. We have seventeen million in cap space. Well, well, don't forget too. Seattle could take Dehan, and that's another four million added. Right, right. So, yeah. potentially looking at after the expansion draft, uh, pot- potentially looking at twenty-one million in cap space, which is significant. That's wow. Yeah. When's the last time we even saw four million in cap space? Even three. You know, we've always been crunching and moving guys to get it to even get you know in the legal limit <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, and luckily Debrinkat's only getting six point four. Yeah, and then it drops down pretty pretty big drastically. To Kubalik to three point seven. How long is his is, deal? Does he have like a two or three year deal? He might have another year, I think. Man, he's going to yeah. get paid if he scores forty. He could. He could. If oh, we get him a good line mate. Here's another thing. Uh, Dylan Strom's on there. Yeah, at 3.6. 3.6 million cap hit from Dylan Strom. That's incredible. I think he's going to be a part of any trade we make. He's going to be a part of it. There's just no room for the guy. There's no room. Yeah. And what about Brett Connolly? Yeah, that's going to be tough to move. I think that was more of a... He seems to have some, some puck luck, though. Doing Florida a favor. I think we did. I mean, they gave us a good prospect. Was, you know, it was like the Bickle and Tevu Teravainen trade uh, that we made. Yeah. We got cap space. They got a good prospect. Right. That, you know, he's pretty good over there, too. Who was the Kinda prospect that we got? I forgot his name. Well, no, I mean the prospect. Oh, from Florida? Right. Uh, Lucas something? Um, He's not on this list because he... I don't think he was signed at the time. Yeah, I don't think he was either. Carls? Was it a Carlson? I'd have something? to look it up. Yeah, he, it, I, I honestly he, thought Stillman was a good was a good filler in there. I thought Stillman was the main piece, honestly. But people are telling me that this prospect from the, whatever league he's playing is he was the main piece. Lucas okay. something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Uh, I mean, just thinking of the possibilities of, of what we can do in, in moving this um, in moving this around, you know. To be honest with you, I think Adam Bullquist has value, and we could get a decent prospect for him. Yeah, I like I said, though, if we're, we're serious about Jones, you have to imagine he's in the, the deal, if not Kirby Doc, and yeah. I don't think Kirby will be in there. I highly we finally I got hope our not. centers. I yeah. really ho- hope not. There's no way. There there's just too much unknowns about Kirby. We got to give him a full season, you know, not hurt and starting late or canceling like, you know, he and he was playing very limited minutes his first year, which you don't learn anything from. You got to you got to put him out there with good players. We'll see how he is. Yeah. Um who was it? I was looking on. I was looking at uh, at Otter ten twenty one on Twitter. He mentioned that uh, Boquist is the new type of D man that teams are looking for, and he yeah. just needs to find his confidence. Just want to give him a shout out there, uh, because if if he is, I wonder what we could get in return for him. Uh, I think I was talking with him. He seems like a good dude, but I just disagree. I think we know what we we have with. Uh, Boquist and right. he's he's small. He gets beat a lot. He makes a ton of mistakes. I know young guys do that. I was a young guy playing. I made mistakes all the time. Even the the veterans make mistakes. But I just think he's like maxed out of what he's gonna what we're seeing. I don't see him getting better. He, I know Brian Campbell was mentoring him, but he is not like a Brian Campbell was at he? all. Yes. Brian Campbell, Campbell was, actually, was fast. He was smart too, man. For remember we talked about this. Boquist is not a fast guy He's for not. a small dude. He is not fast at all. And when I don't think if he's you're a gonna very be moving skater. the puck up. No, yeah, exactly. If you're gonna be moving the puck up like Brian Campbell, 
got to get back. And you got, I mean, Brian Campbell could recover. Yeah. This guy doesn't recover. He's always fallen. And, you know, it just, I know it's sometimes bad luck, but he is not the guy that I'm, he's not the guy I would want on our team. If, he's probably going to be probably going to be included in a, in a trade. I'm, I'm guessing. But I'm yeah. some, some guys like Chicago, they they hype up these like young guys that in every sport. Oh yeah, he's great. He's great. I was like, yeah, he's great because what else do we have? You know, right. we don't really have guys like. Guess it's relative. Two thousand ten Duncan Keith. Yeah, this guy's freaking the real deal. Yeah, of right. course, hype him, hype him. But this guy, come on, man, we don't. I I just don't see it. This right. new type of defenseman, you can have him. I said I'd rather have five, five uh Jarmelsons than uh you know one of those guys. I'd rather have stay at home guys that. Like kind of like the Nashville Predators, they they all play a solid D game. Even uh, the New York uh, the Islanders, they play defense. They right. prevent. They got a good goalie and they play defense. They give. They got a chance to win every single night against any team. Those guys and I'd rather have that. And I'd rather have our team be built like that. Really, I, I yeah. I'd rather have stay at home guys. Maybe a couple puck movers, you know, yeah. but. No, I'd I'd rather have more guys that are responsible in their own end and they block shots. That's like the New York Islanders. They, like I said, you could these guys can if we were one game away from beating Tampa, they would have been Stanley Cup champions just because of the style they're playing. Right. Right, man. You know, it's so it's so funny. It's like where's the balance at? You know, for the team. You know, yeah. Especially how your team is made up. You know. Because you can't just have a bunch of puck movers on your team and want them to play back and play D. I think it totally goes down to how players are developed and um, how well they mesh with chemistry with with other players. Well, I mean, look at the last. Think of the last Stanley Cup champions, even in the '90s. Your best defenseman. Let's see, uh, uh, L- Nick Lindstrom. You had Chris Chelios, who could play mean and nasty. He was. He would more very responsible in his own then, and he could shoot the puck too. And then, like Dallas, they had Darian Hatcher, they had Daryl Sador, New Jersey had Scott Stevens. He can take your head off. Ken Danico, two stay-at-home mean guys. Yeah. Marty Brodeur in that. You, you're not scoring a lot of goals against these guys. Yeah, those are really boring teams though, too. But they win. Yeah, that's true. They win. And then you had Colorado. You had Patrick Wan. You had Rob Blake. That was an exciting Greg team. Bork. Yeah, I mean it was an all-star team. It wasn't yeah. even fair. Yeah, you know? it was. And that, but all these teams, they have a solid goaltender and probably four really good defensemen that are very responsible in their own end. And sometimes they'll take chances and score goals. It, like the, uh, right now, the Canadians. You know, Shea Weber. When he was with Nashville, he was scoring 20 goals every season, you know, just firing it from the blue line. But right. I've seen he adjusted his game a little bit. He's very good in his own end. Yeah, he is. And that team is, they very rarely will make a mistake. But they did last night that uh, I think Ben Sherratt, he, you know, he was kind of dogging it that last second and Tampa made him pay. Yeah. And they're that's not them. They're not really like that. This They made it to the final. They've been great defensively. Yeah, Shea Weber has definitely changed his game. He doesn't really it doesn't seem like he really needs to move that much because he plays his zone so well. Yep, yep. He's very well positioned. He just knows where he's at, and he's just a great player, great leader. 
Yeah, he is. He is definitely. All right. So moving on, we've got Adam Fox wins the Norris Trophy. Ooh. Flurry wins the Vesna, and McDavid got unanimous votes for the MVP. Oh, that's a shocker. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, no kidding. Flurry, uh, was this his first Vesna? Yeah, first one, and he's he's what is it? His seventeenth season, I think yeah. it is. That's amazing. Good for him. I thought Vasilevsky had a better season. Yeah, and I, I thought think he he's did a better too. goalie, but I think Flurry was well deserved. I mean, he. He wasn't even supposed to be the starter. <laughs> in all, came in, away. in all, to be honest with you, I think that uh, Vasilevsky faced stiffer competition. Yeah, he did. I, I it was just Vegas and uh, Colorado, if you think about it. Right. And Minnesota kind of snuck their way in, but they were decent. You yeah, know? but, but they were beating up on the LA team or yeah, the California were. teams. They yeah. were man, and you know the um, the Central turned out to be a, a much tougher division than everybody thought that it was going to be. Because yeah. even when they played the Hawks, man, and when the Hawks lost, they did get blown out a couple times. But for the, for for the most part, they hung in there until the end. Yeah, the first what was the first two games they smoked us right. five nothing and stuff. But yeah, you know we were just pretty much a brand new team. We right these guys first time playing together in Tampa was like we just won the cup no last center. Year. You guys <laughs> kidding me? You're gonna send this squad out? Yeah, I know. You know so. No center, you know. <laughs> I, I'm good for Flurry though. I think he's uh. You know, well deserved. Uh, he's just a really great guy. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he had a really great season. And yeah, actually, no, Nadelkovich had a re- from uh, Carolina. He had a really good season too. Yeah, the goalie. Yeah, yeah. I think he he really surprised a lot of people. Adam Fox. Now, Adam, he Fox. surprised me, and I know our our yeah. buddies on, from uh, the Face Off Network. They're, yeah, uh, they're pumped. Yeah, they um, they are, man, because I think uh, we saw them comment there's no way that he was going to win because of the NHL. And, yeah. and believe it or not, man, I'm, I'm really surprised that they uh, – not not surprised by his play. I'm surprised that they gave it to him because they could have easily given it to Hedman. I, I still think – I'm not trying to piss our guys off, but I still think Hedman is probably one of the best defensemen in the league with Kale McCarr. I think those two are better. But Adam Fox had a great season. Yeah, he did. And I think he had like 18 points maybe against the Sabres, I read. Maybe more. (laughs) So, I mean, it's like like the Rangers versus the Peewee team. So he's putting up a lot of numbers. But, you know, he's going to be a good defenseman. And, you know, I I know Brian Leach was probably – one of the best defensemen in Rangers history. Best American he, defenseman too, even, one of them. Yeah, he's even hyping Fox too. And I honestly, I, I can't say I've seen him much, but I've seen some of his highlights. And yeah, me too. He seems solid, and I'm happy for the Rangers because, uh, you know, I you don't when you think of the Rangers, I think of the bread man. I think of you know uh, Zabanajev and Henrik Lundqvist. I know he's not there anymore, but I don't really think of defensive guys. But right. it's cool that uh, they other got, than like, Brian Leach, they got their guy. Yeah, Brian yeah. Leach. Yeah, it's good that they found like their 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 Duncan Keith. You know yeah. that they could start out with. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So, anyways, man, do you, have you found any other any news? Anything else popping out at you? Well, we didn't talk about the trade that Nashville made. Oh with yeah, L.A. Yeah. Uh, was it Arv Arvidsson? I hate Victor. Nashville so much, you know. I just so don't do I. I'm glad he's gone. He kills the Hawks yeah, all the he time, does, man. He's good. a good go. player. He is. I'm glad he can go out, go out west and kill them. Now, 
I'm really surprised they made that move, man. I mean, they have a pretty decent squad. Do you think they're going back for Seth Jones? Do you think mm. maybe they're creating some cap space? Because that that was his first team. But they would need to they would need to uh, a, a trading chip in though. And wouldn't you say Arvidsson would be a good trade chip for him? Well, they could be waiting on the expansion draft, hoping to God that the Kraken are stupid enough to take Matt Duchesne or Ryan Johansson. Yeah, right. But and maybe they can offer some picks, something, you know. But I think you're right. He would have been a great piece, but uh maybe they tried. You know, maybe we don't even know and they said, Nah, we don't want him. The the jackets and yeah. maybe they're holding off for uh Boldquist <laughs> or hey. or they're trying to get Kirby. Hey, I, who knows? Oh no, well, no, no. <laughs> maybe they tried. I'm sure yeah. he would want Seth Jones back because he struck out on that trade big time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um it's kind of crazy because that was the Seth Jones Ryan Johansson trade, right? Yep, straight up. Swap. Right. Yep. And you know what? A- at the time, Joh- Johansson was a very good center. He was, but I mean, it was it was Columbus, right? Sometimes these guys are so good in Columbus, and they leave, and they're just whoa, they're terrible. Like uh, Pierre uh, Luc Dubois, yeah, just <laughs> and uh, yeah, he wasn't that good. Yeah, I man. mean, of course, he's getting top line minutes. He's going to be good. Like Cam Atkinson, he's yeah. really, really good. But do you think if he got traded, he would be as good as because he's not going? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I like the guy. Yeah. He's a hard worker. He's fast, and you know he had some great numbers with the bread man. But I mean, you could put me with the bread man. Yeah, no and kidding. I'll get points. I can I can yeah. put up 40, 40, 50 points a year with him. Yeah, I'll get my plus minus up, and all I got to give do me an is extra just... two million when my contract's expired. Yeah, no Thanks, kidding. bread man. Yeah, just just put it right into the uh, right. Just give him that one timer right, right a house. little bit in front of him. Yep, a little <laughs> bit in front of him. Just so we could slide and go down on one knee. Yep, like Stammy <laughs> Stamkos. Yeah. <laughs> Well, cool, man. Do you got anything else? Oh, uh, I did have something. Um, I, we had something just happen. Oh, the um, Coyotes got their first coach. Oh, not their first coach, but hired a new coach. Uh, they replaced Tockett with Andre Tornigi or something. I can't say his name, <laughs> but he is a, let's see his first head coach he was the OHL he was the OHL Ottawa in the Ontario Hockey League they don't say the name but he was coach of the year in 2018 and 2019 and he was a, an assistant for the 2021 IIHF World Championship for Canada and they came in second so I guess they want this guy to be the man there I think rick tockett would have been probably better but uh yeah it's probably the best they can get i i don't know too much about the coyotes i they haven't been a good team since you know they beat us that year in 2012 that's like the last time i pretty much followed them but they, i heard that they're going to be in our division this year now so are they gonna have we're gonna have to deal with them again yeah well cool man there, it seems like there's a lot of hockey news coming out the past few days. Yeah. There's going to be a lot more hockey news coming up. Uh, we're going to be covering it. Uh, if you have a chance, go to the at FHN net. We released our first article uh, today, which is Thursday, the 1st, July 1st. First article got dropped. Uh, we're talking about the sexual uh, uh, 
sexual assault allegations with the Blackhawks. Uh, I know everybody's heard it, gave our opinion on it, uh, and uh, leave some comments and and let us know what you think uh, of the of the allegations. And it's crazy. What else you got, Matt? Last thing. Take Ryan Nugent Hopkins off the free agent board because he just signed an eight-year deal with the Oilers. Yeah, if you were to redo that draft, he wouldn't even be in the top ten. No, but I think they like him there. You know that he's familiar. He knows the system. And yeah, I heard him and McDavid are tight. And uh, are they eight years for a? Uh, you know, he'll probably end up finishing his career with the Oilers. It's pretty cool. He was a first-round pick. You know, you'd like to. Uh, See your first round guy develop. He, you know, he's not bad, but I mean, when you you got a guy like McDavid and Drysaitel, he's just not going to get much spotlight. You know he, what I mean? Yeah, he's not a number yeah. one guy like he was supposed to, like drafted to be. Yeah, not a number one draft pick. I would I would think not even a top ten. To no, I, they were hoping a lot from him and right. Taylor Hall, and it just didn't really work out. They got lucky with Drysaitel and McDavid saving them though. Right. So he's forty one million dollar contract. That's not bad. Yeah. Lighting out fireworks over here. All right, guys, that's all that we got for you tonight. Thanks for tuning in. Check out our articles. Check out the other podcasts on at FHN Net, and uh, and you know give them give them a shout out. Let them know what you think. That's all that we got for you tonight. This is the Tomahawk. We're out.